Wedding expenses are adding up and today we're going to explore five wedding side hustles so that you can keep your credit cards in your wallet and earn some extra cash to cover costs. Hey there, it's Kara, and the goal of our time here together on the Wedding Planning Podcast is pretty simple. I want you to have all the resources and the confidence to plan the wedding you want, minus the crushing stress, expense, and overwhelm that's felt by so many engaged couples. I've been sharing my signature wedding planning advice on the podcast for eight years now, And for the first time ever, I've opened up my door to one-on-one wedding strategy calls. Whether you're looking for just one session to get your wedding plan started or a series of ongoing support calls throughout your engagement, I'm here for you. Get the details and book your first call today when you visit wedpodcast.com. Enjoy the show. And thank you so very much for joining me here today. I hope you're having a great week and I hope you're ready for a really, really fun show. A couple of weeks back on Instagram stories, I asked if you would be willing to take on a side hustle to earn more money to invest in your wedding. And an overwhelming 83% of you said yes. That's pretty incredible. And I was actually surprised that that many people were raising their hand and wanting to trade their time for money in order to have some more money in the wedding budget. I expected it to be more around the 50% mark. So that, seeing that, made me say 100% absolutely got to do a show ASAP on side hustles. The topic of side hustles is very near and dear to my heart as an entrepreneur, and today's show is inspired by my own experiences with side hustles, and yes, I've done a few of them in my time, more on that later, and this show is also inspired by my dear friend Nick Loper, who founded the Side Hustle Nation blog and podcast. I met Nick at Podcast Movement in Chicago way back in 2016, which honestly feels like a lifetime ago. I had just started the wedding planning podcast and was just a few months into my podcaster journey. And this connection means so much to me to this day. So I'm going to share a bunch of Nick's really valuable ideas on side hustles, First, just a few facts so you can get to know him a little bit better. Nick's entrepreneurial journey began as he was selling baseball cards at the end of his driveway and also selling candy at summer camp. He's been to 25 countries on six continents and believes that a passport full of stamps is way better than a garage full of stuff. And Nick's pet peeves include $9 beers, hotels that charge for Wi-Fi, and seeing people live unhappy lives when they have complete control over their futures. Man, (laughs) I love this guy, and I'm so excited to share his ideas with you today on the show. Now, for links to Nick's blog and the specific shows, the podcast shows that I'm going to highlight today, And Nick even recorded a really fun video message just for you. You can check all of that out at weddingplanningpodcast.co slash hustle, H-U-S-T-L-E. 
Be sure to go check it out. Hey, what's going on? Nick here from Side Hustle Nation. Thanks so much for tuning in. Congratulations, you're getting married. It's an awesome time. It's an exciting time. But your wedding is coming up. Trying to figure out how can I make some extra money. There are a couple options that I'd like you to consider. And, uh, and a bonus option at the end. We'll call that the honeymoon option at the end. First business model, first side hustle model that I'd like you to consider is uh, the model of buy low, sell high. It's the same model that is used by Walmart, by Amazon, by every store in the history of stores. Only uh, you can do that. All right. So the first concept we're going to explore is buy low and sell high. Essentially, imagine going to a garage sale or a thrift store or a Goodwill or a Salvation Army and setting your sights on something that costs $5 and knowing that you could sell that same thing for $10. More or less, one man's trash is another man's treasure. Now, depending on how handy you are, you could get really in in depth here. There's a great show on, I believe it's TLC, but don't quote me and I'll find the name of it and put it in the show notes. But it's two teams of people and they each get the same amount of money to start and they go out in a flea market, buy an item, redo it, refurbish it, paint it, whatever, and then they sell it for a higher price. And some of the things they find and transform and then sell, the profit margins are really, really impressive. A personal example of this is a few years back, a neighbor was getting rid of these two really cute little nightstand chests of drawers. And we had just had our, our daughter and we needed little side tables to go in her nursery. And the tables themselves were a little bit banged up and the wood was not a color that I ever would have chosen. And at the time I was on maternity leave and I had the time to do it. I had the spare time. So I ended up refurbishing the dressers, painting them and buying really, really cute uh, drawer knobs and replacing those. They are adorable and we still have them to this day. Now, I realize that you might not have the patience or the time or the energy or the desire to do something as in-depth as refurbishing a piece of furniture. It does take a lot of work and it does take some time. So maybe that's not your jam. But some other ideas that require much less time, we were going through the garage a few months back and we took down tubs of old clothes. And my husband, John, is a little bit... I'm sorry, John. He's a little bit of a hoarder and has a really hard time getting rid of things. I'm the opposite. I take multiple bags of stuff to the local Goodwill. I feel like every other week they see me driving my car up and emptying bags onto the trunk. So we're very opposite in that. Anyway, we're going through vintage t-shirts that he bought in college at various thrift stores. They don't fit him. He's never going to wear them. And so I said to him, why don't you sell those on eBay? I'm sure there's someone out there that loves that band and would love to have that shirt. It makes me sad that it's smushed up in a box in our garage and not being used by someone. So lo and behold, John threw the thrift store vintage shirts up on eBay and he sold them within a couple of days. And not only did he sell them, he sold them at a huge profit over what he had originally paid for them. 
So that's two examples of buy low, sell high, or you maybe don't even need to buy something like my story about getting the dresser for free from a neighbor who didn't want it anymore. It's a really effective way to make some extra money. If you're curious to hear some really, really interesting stories about people who do this and make hundreds of thousands of dollars doing it, no joke, I have a couple of episodes from Side Hustle Nation that I'm going to share with you. One of them is titled Thrifting for Profit, How I Made $270,000 in Sales Reselling Vintage Items. That specifically is a story from a really interesting woman named Keely Stowicki. I would encourage you to check that out. There's also the sellingfamily.com and fleamarketflipper.com. So closely related to the vintage uh, flea market TV show that I was mentioning. Now, closely related to that idea, but you're not actually needing to buy anything because you probably already have it in your house, is to think about having a, quote, garage sale. And I know a garage sale has been modernized by the internet and a million websites where you can sell stuff right online. You don't have to actually set up in your driveway of your garage like we did when I was growing up all the time. So go through things that you have right now that you are not using. Maybe it's clothes, maybe you're a shoe collector and you just have dozens and dozens of pairs of shoes that you're never wearing. Maybe it's houseware stuff. Maybe you got a set of dishes for Christmas from your aunt like years ago and you've never even taken it out of the box. Whatever it is, think about having a either a real actual garage sale where you set the stuff out and sell it to your neighbors or having a garage sale online via a number of websites. eBay, Craigslist is great for selling stuff locally. There's Facebook Marketplace, which is also great for local sales. Poshmark.com is another good site for reselling clothes, purses, um, fashion items. And this is really just a win-win. You get to clean out your closets, you get to clean out the kitchen cupboards, clean out the garage, get rid of stuff that you're not using. To have someone else be able to take advantage of something and be able to use it and gladly pay you money for it is just, again, it's a win-win. And then just one more thing that I want to mention while we're on this point, and then we'll move on. This is not exactly a side hustle per se, but it is so closely related, and I wanted to incorporate it into this conversation. And that's the idea of reselling items that you're going to use for your wedding to another couple after your wedding is over. So we're kind of doing a proactive wedding flipper. Anything can be flipped over from decorations to tablecloths to your wedding dress. So as you're going through and formulating and setting up your decorations and purchasing items, maybe it's vases, maybe it's flags, maybe it's signs, maybe it's tablecloths, table runners, charger plates, anything you're purchasing now, keep in mind when you choose those things, make it something that another couple would potentially want to use. Now, if your accent colors are chartreuse and hot pink, 
pink, that may be not as marketable as choosing a more neutral silver or gold option. So that's something to keep in mind as well. But flipping your wedding decorations and flipping the things that you are purchasing for yourselves is a great way to turn around and recoup those investments down the road. I'm not suggesting that you'll make money on the stuff that you're purchasing now, although you certainly could, I suppose. It's definitely not outside the realm of possibility. But the point not being to make money, more to just recoup the investment that you're making in it now. For example, just to illustrate this, if you have to go rent tablecloths from a rental company and they're charging you $22 per tablecloth just to use it one time, why not purchase tablecloths from a website, use them, and then after the wedding, turn around, even if you sold those tablecloths to another couple for $10 or $12, you would still be spending a fraction of what it would cost for you to rent those items and use them just once. All right, and now shifting gears into our next category of side hustle is a service business or providing a service in exchange for money. So here what you're doing is you're looking for a need and then you're fulfilling that need with your own time and or talents. My favorite example of this, and hear me out because it sounds a little out there, is babysitting. And I know you might be going, okay, right, I'm not 16 years old anymore. I'm not getting paid $6 an hour to babysit my neighbors for crazy kids. Not an option. But hear me out. When John and I hire a babysitter, it's because we're going out later at night. Our kids are either already sleeping or right in the process of about to be sleeping when the babysitter shows up. And we pay our babysitter a very generous $20 to $25 an hour. And yes, when you have kids and you very seldomly get to go out together, that's actually what that time is worth to us. So before you completely write this off, just imagine showing up at a house where you're putting children into their beds so they can go to sleep, or maybe they're already asleep and you're literally getting paid $20 an hour to sit on someone's couch and eat snacks and watch Netflix, which is probably what you'd be doing at home on a Friday or Saturday night half the time anyway. You're just getting paid for it. That is, spoiler alert, hands down, my favorite side hustle that we're going to talk about all day today because it is so easy and it requires so little effort. Okay, so think about it. Consider it. Um, Other things that you could consider as a service business side hustle might be social media management. If you're skilled at social media, as so many of us are, there are a ton of small brands who would love to pay you to be on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter for them. I know you do it anyway, so why not get paid for it from by someone And then another one, I have a ton of pet loving friends. They love their furry friends. Dog walking is a great business and pet sitting. So if you already have a couple dogs and you have a humongous yard and you love them, then consider opening your house and 
telling your friends, your family, your neighbors that you are more than willing to pet sit for them. Very minimal effort. Again, you're doing it anyway with your own pets. So what's a couple more? Coming up after a quick break, I have two more side hustles to share with you. We'll be back in just a couple minutes. Brilliant Earth's mission is to cultivate a more transparent, sustainable, compassionate, and inclusive jewelry industry. Their ethical, stunning, and one-of-a-kind wedding rings and bands offer unique designs for the perfect symbol of your love. Less than 1% of diamond suppliers worldwide meet Brilliant Earth's ethical standards, and 98% of our gold and 97% of our silver is from recycled sources. Brilliant Earth is the global leader in ethical and sustainable fine jewelry and offers both lab diamond and natural diamond selections. I absolutely love their online tool that helps you find the wedding band that pairs best with your engagement ring style, giving you a generous list of recommended band styles to choose from. Check out all of their beautiful pieces at BrilliantEarth.com. That's BrilliantEarth.com. Minted Weddings offers you incredible prices on freshly sourced stationary designs from independent artists for everything from your save-the-date announcements to invitations, matching wedding websites, programs, seating charts, and beyond. Enjoy a complimentary 30-minute stationary design consultation to help you find the perfect style for your unique wedding celebration. You can also try out their free monogram maker, which is so fun and so easy. You simply plug in your first names, your wedding date, and choose from dozens of fun designs and custom colors. I recommend Minted to all of my friends and family because not only are their gorgeous designs incredibly affordable, most importantly, they offer a flawless and luxurious end product. I use Minted every year for our family's holiday cards, and I also love their wide selection of unique stationery and personalized gifts. Wedding Planning Podcast listeners can view current promotions and special offers by visiting weddingplanningpodcast.co slash minted. That website one more time is weddingplanningpodcast.co slash minted. Susan's Travel Services is so excited to partner with you to plan your honeymoon, destination wedding, or maybe even your bachelor or bachelorette party. Susan and her team have been planning dream vacations for 27 years, and they are truly the best in the business for start-to-finish planning services. Travel and new experiences are incredibly special to me, and Susan and her team have helped me plan some unforgettable vacations, including a bachelorette party in Cabo and a family anniversary celebration in Cancun. They meticulously researched the best all-inclusive options for us based on some very specific priorities and the professional assistance in choosing location, resort, activities, and transportation was absolutely priceless. Susan has been in the travel business for 27 years, and she personally travels to her recommended destinations all the time. So she has firsthand on-the-ground experience with all the amazing resorts, excursions, and services that she recommends. 
from all-inclusive resorts in Mexico and the Caribbean, overwater bungalows in the Maldives, or that African safari that you've always dreamed of, save yourself hours of research and guesswork and let Susan and her team find you the best options for a once-in-a-lifetime vacation. Reach out to Susan and her team today by emailing info at susanstravelservices.com and be sure to let her know that I sent you and get $50 off your final booking or $200 off your destination wedding. Her email one more time is info at susanstravelservices.com. Okay, we're back. And speaking of honeymoons, this side hustle option, Nick actually calls the honeymoon option. And that is signing up for a new credit card that has a killer sign up bonus that you can take advantage of. Now, let me start by saying I'm not a huge fan of credit cards if they are not paid off monthly. So this is not a show where I am suggesting that you go out and rush out and put your entire wedding on credit cards. Please do not do that unless you are going to turn around right away and pay off that balance in full using money that you have in your checking or your savings account or whatever. So financial lecture out of the way. Taking advantage of credit card bonus offers is a really, really lucrative way to get a lot of really cool free stuff. The two that I'll focus on are travel rewards points, which can be traded in for free flights, and cash back. So those are two really, really good bonuses to be on the lookout for. And Nick has a website to share with you. It's called cardratings.com. And you can go on there and at a glance, you can see all the different credit card offers that are available and might be really, really attractive to you. As you're planning your wedding, you're going to be putting some big ticket items. You're going to be paying, excuse me, for some really big ticket items. So if a card is offering you 5% cash back and you're charging a $10,000 venue and a $5,000 caterer and a $3,000 photographer, that can add up to some meaningful money in the form of cash back. And it might be well worth your while to explore that and look into it. Again, I feel like it bears repeating. I am not suggesting that you put your wedding stuff on credit cards and let those balances build up and pay exorbitant interest rates. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that using these rewards can be a really lucrative way to put some money back in your pocket. I also ran across a really good Instagram post by Budgeting on a Budget, and she shares how her and her now husband put their wedding expenses on credit cards, and it was a huge bonus to them. So that account, again, is Budgeting on a Budget. If you want to go check that out, she has a ton of great ideas uh, with regards to using credit cards to your advantage. And then next up for side hustles, I love, 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 love Airbnb. They have completely revolutionized the way I think about booking where I'm going to stay when we travel. And okay, so two part here. If you have an area of your house or you have a granny flat or a studio, 
if you happen to have that available, then renting it out on Airbnb is a great option to get some extra cash. Now, I realize that not everyone has an extra piece of property that they can lend out to other people. So stay with me. Airbnb now does experiences where you can book a local experience in conjunction with the place you're going to be staying. So for example, you can book a meditation experience if you're going to Austin and you love to meditate and you love yoga. You can book a woman to take you into the park and guide you on a guided med- meditation looking over the river. You can book tour guides to take you around and show you the local experiences, local restaurants. So think about where you live. And if you live in a touristy destination type area, Is there some kind of experience or tour that you could put together and sell to people who are visiting your area? I personally am always willing to invest money in experiences, especially when we're traveling. So I just really, really love this idea. You could tour, uh, take people on tours of local wineries or breweries. We know a guy, we camp in Joshua Tree, which is a national park here in California. Hands down, one of my favorite places on planet Earth. I love it there so much. And we know a guy who does tours to Joshua Tree. So he does any number of things. He'll take people out in the backcountry. He'll do rock climbing expeditions. Say you live in New York City and you really want to go camping in Joshua Tree, but how on earth would you ever fly all of your camping stuff across the country to do that? He will actually set up an entire campsite complete with cooking utensils. He'll go grocery shopping for you so that there's a cooler sitting on your campsite when you arrive. This is the type of service and the type of experience that people are willing to pay for. So again, if you live in an area where tourism is a thing or you feel like you could take advantage of some of your local knowledge, this is a great way to make some extra money. And last thing before we leave this topic, there is an episode of Side Hustle Nation. And yes, it features a meditation and yogi who does experiences in Arizona with Airbnb. So I'll link to that in the show notes. And last but certainly not least, who knows someone who sells stuff on Etsy? Raise your hand. I would be willing to bet that everyone knows someone who sells things on Etsy. This is my side hustle story. Etsy got me out of a corporate banking job back when we had our kids. If you've been listening to the show for a while, you've probably heard this story before. I planned our wedding in 2009. We got married in 10. And in 2011, I quit my banking job and... I wanted to be with my daughter, full-time daughter at the time, and then we had our little son just a year and change later, but I literally was able to quit my career as a corporate private banker because I started selling wedding decorations on Etsy. And this, incidentally, brings our show full circle because this is how I originally met Nick from the Side Hustle Nation. He was so kind to invite me onto his show 
and I'm on episode number 192. It's called Starting an E-Commerce Empire on Etsy. And that aired way back in September of 2016. Again, feels like a lifetime ago. So if you want all the details of my entrepreneurial journey and how it initially led me to Etsy, definitely go check out that episode. If you're doing a lot of crafty stuff for your wedding, so if you're doing a lot of DIY projects and you're doing a lot of the decorations on your own, all of that stuff lends itself really, really well to Etsy. Now, I am not suggesting that selling on Etsy is just easy peasy and all you need to do is bust out your glue gun and make something and put it online and you'll automatically be making tons and tons of money. This is something that I've worked on for the past almost 10 years of my life. It is very lucrative for me today, but again, that's 10 years into it. It is possible to get started on Etsy for 20 cents. Yes, 20 cents is what it costs out of your pocket to open an Etsy store and list one thing for sale. So if we're thinking about this in terms of making some extra money for the wedding, if you're crafty and if that's something you enjoy, I understand that not everybody is, but if that sounds like you and if you make anything, anything creative, it could be knitting things. It could be textural like pattern painting. It could be drawing. It could be portraits. It could be wedding decorations. Etsy literally sells everything. So if you've ever made something and you've ever had a friend or a family member say, oh my gosh, that's so cute. Where'd you get it? And you said, I actually made it. And you find yourself making these things for your friends and your family then I'd be willing to bet that there's a market of people out there that would be willing to pay you money to buy them and to have you make them for them. So if this sounds like an interesting idea, again, check out my episode with Nick on starting an e-commerce empire on Etsy. And there's a ton more information in that episode for you to enjoy. If you have a side hustle going that you would like to share, I would love, love, love to hear about it. And you can share those with me on Instagram by sending a DM to Wedding Planning Podcast, all one word. Be sure to visit the blog post for today's episode at weddingplanningpodcast.co slash hustle, where I will put a ton of links to some really cool episodes of Side Hustle Nation that I think you'll love. You could spend hours and days and weeks listening to Nick and all of his guests talk about the creative ways that they make money. There is no shortage of ways to make some extra cash. Again, I hope you loved it. I hope you'll share it with someone you love. And I will meet you again here next week. Same time, same place. You know, what's the number one biggest regret that newlywed couples share? It's that our wedding came, went and was over in the blink of an eye. So why not extend the experience out across multiple days and multiple events and make it a wedding weekend? There are just six easy steps to planning a life-changing wedding weekend, and you can access the formula right now when you visit weddingweekend.co. Take advantage of flexible payment options or pay in full and get a complimentary wedding strategy call when you visit weddingweekend.co.
I'll see you there. 